Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And thanks for checking out the Art of Money podcast. My name is Mark Owens alongside Art McPherson and Luke McCarty. All the information for the McPherson Financial Group, you can find it at theartofmoneyradio.com. I want to talk about test driving a retirement plan because some pre-retirees are taking retirement test drives. I want you to hear this clip from Morningstar's Christine Benz, who says it's a good idea to examine factors like spending, relocation, and other fun activities, especially if your boss is going to give you that extra vacation time. If you're a long-tenured person where you have a lot of vacation time, or perhaps you work for a small employer where you have maybe some wiggle room to negotiate extra time off, in in that instance, you may want to think about using some of that vacation block to actually spend time at home experimenting with what retirement might feel like for you. Test driving a retirement. Do you agree? Is it a good idea? Can it be done, Art McPherson? Yeah, because it'll let you focus on where your budget is today. And does it work in retirement? You know, so what a lot of people think they have to do is they have to replicate their gross income that they're currently making in retirement. That's not true because it's really that net income. So after all your deductions from your 401k contributions, your insurance deductions, your Medicare, Medicaid deductions, all that stuff comes out. That's that living income that you guys are used to. Well, in retirement, that's what we're, we're calculating. We're calculating how much is getting deposited into that bank account. So it's that after-tax money that you're living on. That's really where we start from at McPherson Financial Group is building that retirement from there. And we typically find if you can have that same income you currently have today, you're going to have a great retirement. And if we really build it from there and we can get you where you have the same income as today plus an extra couple thousand dollars a month, we find that everybody's very, very happy, are able to do all the things they want to do, the travel and things like that, and spend that time with their friends, family, grandchildren, and have a great, great retirement. 321-425-8550. Again, 321-425-8550. So it is doable. It's going to make sure that all the steps are in place to test drive that retirement to make sure you are prepared for retirement. And the team in the McPherson Financial Group want to help you with those steps, especially if you're in that retirement red zone. You mentioned something a second ago that you want to spend more time with the grandkids in retirement. And we're about a week removed from Grandparents Day. And, you know, a lot of the grandparents and the listeners of this show, they really want to help out the grandkids, which is basically just giving them cash. My grandparents used to do it all the time. But what kind of advice are McPherson, Luke McCarty, what kind of advice would you give grandparents instead of giving kids straight cash, especially college kids or just out of college where you know they're going to spend it on video games or concerts or cold ones? What kind of advice would you give them to help them out more in the future instead of just cold, hard cash? Sure. So we get this question a lot. Um, you know, if you have young grandkids, you have a couple options, right? You could do a 529 account where you're putting money away for their college education. You could do the Florida prepaid, so you're basically prepaying education, or you could do what's called an UTMA account, Uniform Transfers to Minors Act, where you put money into an account, and at their age of majority, right, 18 or 21, depending on what state your grandchild lives in, they get all the money. So there's ways to do it when they're younger. It makes a lot of sense. When they are older, um, if you're worried about them potentially spending it on something stupid. I mean, depends how much money you're giving them, right? Mm -hmm. That's where you may look into a trust in their name, right? Start funding the trust in the grandkids' name, and that trust has stipulations on what they can and can't do. 
Yeah. And we just did one, you know, this week for a couple of our clients. And then I had a payment that went out this last week for a client. So the client put in a thousand dollars for her grandson and then she wanted to disperse that. We'd only done it about four years ago, but that thousand dollars grew to over eighteen hundred dollars. So that's a pretty nice thing to be able to do for a grandchild. And you know, you're not going to get that in the bank right now. So having some of that money put to work where it's growing. And I'll tell you, Luke and I, when we do these for a lot of these grandchildren or children, if once they kind of see the statements, we start talking to them and show them how it's growing. They usually get so excited about investment. It really begins that whole 401k path and, mm-hmm. and long-term savings path for them. They do a really good job and it really can help them get very, very excited about long-term saving. Luke, I know you're all fired up about tax changes. And you know, when we talk about tax season, you probably think of early February to mid-April. Well, that was tax filing season. Now coming up is tax planning season. I want you to hear this clip from certified financial planner, Rob Ziliak, who told The Street. Oftentimes taxes are thought about in the rear view mirror The important part is to look through the windshield, the forward-looking planning to minimize the erosion of taxes. So whatever the current year is between the present date and the end of the calendar year, the question should always be, what can be done to reduce the burden of taxes before the end of the year? I know it feels a little early to get started, but Art, Luke, is there something we can do now between now and December to reduce our tax burdens? Well, that was actually a great quote, because if you really hear what he's saying is exactly what 85% of our people out there do. You're just trying to do your tax return, get it done, make sure your return's done on time, and make sure you don't have to pay any taxes. You know, when it comes to the end of the year, most people want to get, you know, something back. And that's kind of the rearview mirror. You're already doing a return that has been done. You can't make any changes at that point. You know, you can't, about the only thing you can maybe do is add an IRA contribution or something like that, maybe to minimize some taxation. But you're not doing anything progressive. So you're not looking out that front windshield, like he just said. Everything that Luke and I are trying to do on our financial planning side is forward looking. So we're trying to prepare for next year. We're trying to prepare for five years from now. We're trying to prepare within current tax code and we're trying to figure out what the next tax code is going to be and how to plan and prepare for our clients over a long period of time throughout retirement. So instead of just rear view mirror, we're doing the forward looking out of the windshield. Mm-hmm. Yes, great point, Art. So we are definitely forward-looking when we think about taxes. And most recently, this last week, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but the Democrats had a tax proposal. So here's some key points I wanted to tell everybody. So what they're looking to do, they're looking to raise corporate tax from 21% to 26.5. So not as bad as initially we thought. Top capital gains tax rates from 20 to 25%. Now that's big, right? If you remember when Biden was campaigning and earlier in the year, He said he wanted capital gains to be ordinary income tax. That may be off the table. Now they're just going to 25%. And that's good. That's good for us. That's good for us. But it's still a tax raise. Still a tax raise. So how how good is a tax raise? But (laughs) he means from a standpoint, it's good because he's already come way off his highs. Right. It's not 39.6. Okay. It's 25. But the 25 is going to hit more people. Also, when thinking Roth conversions, so all you employees at... Grumman or Harris, your mega backdoor Roth strategy may be gone. So they're looking at not allowing contributions after tax to the 401k after your contribution limit to go into a Roth. So that may be gone and Roth conversions may be gone, but in 10 years. So 
what they're doing is they they don't want you to do Roth conversions because it's beneficial for you and not the government. Mm -hmm. But they know if they continue to allow us to do Roth conversions, it creates tax revenue. So they're kind of tabling it, saying 10 years from now, 2031, Roth conversions may be gone. So some big, big tax planning pieces now, right? If you're doing the mega backdoor Roth, be careful. It may not be there, right? If, you have, if you're doing Roth conversions, we need to get them all done in 10 years. Now, this is just the initial proposal, right? Things change. It'll get tweaked. It'll get shuffled around. But I don't like some of the cha- I don't like a lot of the changes, but they're not as bad as we thought. The one really good thing we didn't see in this, I think it's like 650-page tax bill that they wrote and showed this last week. Now, Luke's only on page 325. So, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, we're only at halfway three so <laughs> I know. far. I know. La- last key point, I know we're getting bored with taxes, um, is they're not touching, at least for now, the step up in cost basis. That's a big one. That was going to yeah, be. Yeah, that is a big one. That was going to be horrible. If you remember Art's story about his father's house. Right. right. Okay. The, Explain the, that the to me again. What's step up in basis again, if that's the first time we're hearing it? Well, basically, I'll, I'll say the same story that I had said before. So my dad still is in the house I grew up in as a kid over in Satellite Beach. So he lives in Satellite Beach. When he first bought the house in 1972, for the house and the lot, it was only $28,800. Well, if my dad passes away in a couple years and he wants to give me the house and my sister, or just me as an example, the house today is worth about seven hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Well, the way the law is today, I get dad's step up upon death, so seven hundred thousand, and from the time he died, from the time um, we sell it, if there's a little bit of value increase during that period, then that's your capital gain. But the way the Biden had proposed it before was. You take the 28800 my dad paid for the house originally, then the 700000 that we got in the sale of the house, we would have to pay all that from 28800 to that seven as capital gain. So what it would do is bring a lot of revenue, obviously, for the government in, but it would force a lot of kids and grandkids that would be getting stuff given from mom, dad, or grandpa, um, they'd have to sell the house because they would have to come up with two or $300,000 to pay for the tax. Okay. All right. So, and then what? Sounds like you still don't understand. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap my head around it, to be honest. And then what, what this new tax proposal that Luke was just talking about, and what is that going to do to step up in basis? Yeah. So what we've heard this last week is they're not, they're not talking about it. So that, that's a good thing. Right. Um, but they initially said you're going to pay taxes on the gains that mom, dad, grandpa, grandma had for 30, 40 years, where currently you don't have to pay those. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 74725. Today's show has been a work of art. 